Hey, this is Mike. Hey, this is Kaz, and you are listening to Two Broke Watch Snobs. You have made it to episode 108. This is the, I guess, the or one of the uh, TBWS holiday specials, right? Because I'm not really too sure how we're going to do this, but we are certain that today is one of our holiday specials, right? Yeah, we can do, this can be like a holiday one. We probably have like a New Year's one to do, right? That'd be fun. Yeah. I haven't seen how the dates line up this year. I'm I'm totally... I I suck at calendar math. I'm not even sure what's going on right now, dude. Yeah, I'm brain fucked this month. (laughs) Winter break, dude. Like, we're kids again. I'm so fucking pumped. The The second my holiday break kicks in for work, I'm burning my phone. All right, I'm slashing my tires. I am going off the grid. I'm going out of contact. And it's going to be so nice. I'm going to lay on the floor of my living room watching my new television, which I was talking about last time. And it looks gonna, very it looks very large. I'm I'm quite I'm quite pleased with it. And and my wife loves it too cuz she was very like on the fence about it and like it's here and she's just like well, the reason it's awesome is cuz the TV has like this Roku thing built in or whatever and and we have a Crunchyroll subscription which is like it's like Netflix for anime mm-hmm. and we yeah. can we can have Crunchyroll on our television without using like a Chromecast or whatever. So she's just like cloud fucking nine dude you know what i mean (laughs) nice telling you man but hey episode 108 holiday special this is going to be a lot of fun so michael and i are figuring out what the hell to do this episode on the obvious choice was to like some kind of holiday um gift guide or something like that but um what i did actually and a lot of you guys probably caught this uh, last week, I jumped on Instagram. I got on a live stream, um, and a bunch of you, a bunch of you guys, you know, joined as well. Guys and gals joined as well. And I basically said, "Hey, we want to do a holiday special. We don't want to do the cliche gift guide. What do you guys have as ideas for us to do?" And I chose Michael and I singled out four ideas, and I think we're just gonna do all of them in this one episode. We're, we're gonna try to, right? Wait, I, I, I really do think we can do it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say the four ideas, the four the four topics for the holiday episode. The first one: watches to wear to Christmas dinner, which is a topic that I love because there's a story there. Are you having Christmas dinner with in-laws? Do they like you? Do they not like you? Do you have to? Are your in-laws like super super wealthy? Do you have to try and like hang luxury dong and like? Put on your most expensive watch, or do you just not wear a watch? You know what I mean. So I love. I don't know why I love the. It's very. It's very like meet the parents for some reason in my head. You know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. that's a that's a good one. Um, the second one here, uh, winter watches, basically watches to wear during winter, but also with like strap pairings. I thought that was actually a really really fun idea. <clears throat> the third topic is kind of watches that capture. Hold on, my cat's here. What's wrong? Come on, you're fine. Back up. Watches. Yeah, I heard that. Did you hear that? Smile, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> my, my little baby. It's okay. You're so good. Uh, the third topic it really just captures more of the Christmas aesthetics. So that's watches with red, green, and uh, white accents, or something that kind of captures the Christmas aesthetic. And the fourth topic, Michael. The fourth topic is my favorite. Shout out to Blair Stevenson. I believe that was your name. Who came mm-hmm. up with this idea on the live stream? What watch would Santa Claus wear? Yes, absolutely. That's the one I'm excited for, and I love it because I think we were talking about what watch would what watch would Santa Claus wear when he's balling, and then what watch would he wear in like Christmas off season when he had to sell everything to pay rent because 
There's not a lot of demand for because Christmas. the elves went on strike. No, elves went on strike because it's just like it's just like Santa Claus. We work one. We have to only produce results <laughs> one day of the year. Why are we on the clock the other 364 days? Haven't you ever heard of Amazon? Like, if Santa Claus has had an Amazon Prime account, he wouldn't need the elves. But he's old school. You know what I mean? And that type of manual labor is expensive. So yeah. So I'm very very excited. But but before before we do that. We have to honor tradition. One of the few traditions that we have here at the Two Bogue Wash Knobs podcast, we got to do a wrist check. You want to you do a wrist check? We do have to do a wrist check. <clears throat> do you want to go first? I, I guess I can start. <laughs> I'm wearing a watch that I rarely wear. It is a watch that tells the time. I swear to God, if you're going to do like an old English, like, like riddle, you know what I mean? I have arms. That's like, that's like the fourth grader giving his book report. That's (laughs) how I'm starting this out. (laughs) Um, um, (laughs) it is is a watch. It tells time. There was a dog. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, cat. Get out of the way. Come on. Let's go. I am wearing a $2,000. Dollar. No, no. I'm wearing a 2014 <laughs> oh, okay. Swatch System 51. Holy Christ box. You know what's funny about this? I apologize for my blasphemy, but you know what's funny about this? We were <laughs> talking about that watch in the live stream. Did you, were you there? Oh, really? Yeah, dude, because someone was asking, why have we never done an episode on Swatch? Or why don't we oh. talk about Swatch? And I'm like, dude, we, we have to. The last time we talked about Swatch is when they pulled out of uh, Basel. You know what I mean? I'm sorry. I'm a terrible... Uh, co-host and co-founder i did not see the most recent live stream no it's fine i dude, i was on it and i barely fucking watched it are you kidding me dude <laughs> you think i'd be you think i have the brain power to pay attention to what the fuck i'm talking about in front of people absolutely not <laughs> this is not a perfect world this is not even like a semi-perfect world you know what i mean but but you know people were talking about that watch and so so you're wearing it you're wearing it wow you've never worn that watch or have you worn, I, I feel like you've never worn that watch i feel like I've, i might have worn it on an episode maybe once or something mm-hmm. but uh i just saw it today and i was like eh, i'll wear this right um I, I think this i think the system 51 is pretty cool uh if i had to do it again i probably wouldn't buy this one because the version i have <clears throat> is by far the crappiest um okay why <laughs> so i have <laughs> i have the gen one is it made of graham crackers like why why is it crappy uh, it's pretty close. Um, <laughs> it's like it's dehydrated kale. Uh, <laughs> it's, made, most- <laughs> it's made of rye bread and rich crackers. <laughs> Hold on, cat. Come on, get out of here. Keep talking. Just ignore me. Come on. It's okay. Yeah. No, this is the Gen One, and right. I. So when this came out, there was a black one, I think a blue and a red one, and then a white one. Okay. And so the one I have is the black one and it has this, it, I mean, it looks cool. I understand um, what they were going for when they made these, mm-hmm. but the strap is just so bad. Really? You can't, do it, you can't do anything about it. You can't change it. It's it's like built into the, it's like sutured oh, it's onto integrated. the case. <laughs> that's right. So you can't like, oh, that's so weird. I remember now. And And it's hilarious because when I went into the store and I bought it, I was just like, okay, I want the black one. I can't remember why, but that's the one I picked. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I try. I've tried on a lot of the recent System Fifty Ones, and some of them, I think they have some with bracelets now, like full stainless steel versions, which I guess is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, 
not really for me when I think of a swatch that I want to wear. Um, but uh, they have some now that have these rubber straps that are super they, they actually remind me of the new seiko rubber straps oh. and those those feel really nice when I, last time i was in vegas i went to the swatch boutique there and they had um the white one which is pretty cool because cool. it's like um it's got a bunch of colors on the dial it's all white white case white strap and if i'd probably get that one if i if i were to get another system 51 I, for some reason, have always kind of been into... I, I've never handled one, I don't think, but I've always wanted to handle one of like the um, one, one of the stainless steel ones because I think there's just something, to me, mm-hmm. incredibly funny about a stainless steel watch with a plastic movement. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's hilarious. I think that's super funny because I'm pretty sure the movements in those things are plastic. From what I, I remember when they came out, someone, uh, someone bought one and just smashed it open because that's the other thing. If you're not familiar with the System 51... It's called a 51 because it only has like 51 parts in the movement and it's like sealed. So you can't open it yeah. to service it. It's just, you know, whatever's whatever's in there is in there forever. And so someone bought one and smashed it open with their fists or something. I'm not entirely sure. And they were just like, this thing is junk. It's all plastic parts. Blah, blah. It's like, well, yeah, it's a fucking, it's like <laughs> it's a, a cheap, swatch. <laughs> it's a swatch. It's a cheap ass watch. You know what I mean? Like I'm not... I'm not walking into like a fucking McDonald's buying a burger and getting mad when I'm not getting like a filet mignon. You know what I mean? It's just like, dude, it's a, it's a McDonald's, man. You know? But it's funny. I wear this watch and I, I think of, it kind of makes you think about Swatch a little bit as a company and when they came out and right. how how they evolved into the largest or one of the largest watch companies in the world. Um, and I don't know. I understand this the system 51 I think it's really cool I think it's a good gift if you want to get like a younger kid into mechanical watches or, or something mm-hmm. uh, it's a good first watch for for um the youngsters I could see um, that. yeah <laughs> hello kids hello uh, <laughs> hello kids you like watches <laughs> uh but when I think swatch I I almost think it's kind of cool to go just go for the quartz ones. Mm. Um, they have so like hundreds of these super wacky quartz models that are like 80 bucks. Uh, some of them are just hilarious. The designs and, uh, <laughs> I, I, I saw a quartz watch in the store once and it just had a picture, like a photorealistic picture of just like a fish. Yeah. It's, it's, just, just, it's, it's like, this is a swatch and the hands <laughs> are pickles or something. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Like, that's what I think of when I think swatch. It's and fun. so, um, and there are actually some hardcore swatch collectors out there. Like that's mm. the only thing they collect. Wow. Uh, we 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 were talking about being a collector the last episode. Like those guys are and gals are collectors. Um. So, that's but yeah, crazy. if I did if I did another swatch, I'd probably go with quartz. Uh, even if I had to do the swatch thing all over again, um, if I would do another System Fifty One, I'd, I'd try to pick one with the rubber strap because. As cool as this watch is, and as significant as, as it is, I suppose, the first watch to ever be fully constructed by machines. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the I think the versions with the rubber straps are a little nicer. Because this, this leather is bad, dude. That's a tough claim for me. Well, okay, well, so the System 51 is fully constructed by machines. Like one like 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 human hands never touch it. Yes. Oh, okay, okay. Because I was gonna say in the 60s. Raketo was probably, I, th- I think, the first watch manufacturer to basically have their movements made 
um, on um, on like a mechanical assembly line. You know what I mean? Which mm, apparently at the I time see. was like a big deal. Everyone was like, "What the fuck?" Like, like people don't actually like touch your movements, and it's like, "Nah, dog, machines do." You know what I mean? So, but obviously, then humans were doing the cases and everything like that. So that's interesting. Yeah, but that's uh, that's what I'm wearing. It's fun, you know. Is that one of the watches? So we were talking about this last episode, like what it means to be a collector and the idea that we have too many watches in our collection. And so it's really, in my opinion, diffusing the focus that I need to have on the watch that really true and near, near and dear to me, which is one of the watches I'm wearing right now, which I'll talk about in a second. But I'm curious, is your System 51 going to make the cut? Or have you abandoned the watch purge? Because I am full force. I am full penetration into the watch purge. I'm getting rid of some fucking watches. What about you? I want to get rid of them, but it's such a hassle. I think I'm just going to bury everything in the backyard. I was going to say, there's no hassle in just opening your window and having, a, you know, just a little whoop, just throwing it, just whoop, just throwing them out. They're gone, right? <laughs> just throwing it out there. Just throwing yeah. them out there, you know? If you don't want to take the time to sell them, just, you know, whoop, just throw them out. You know? <laughs> or give them away. Yeah. We, 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 we are going to do a lot of giveaways, I think, with some of these some of these pieces, but... um. So you're not you're you're undecided about the System 51. Undecided about this one. It is it is cute. It's a cute watch. I can see that. I can see that. Do you know what watch I'm never going to sell? Your Orient Star GMT. That one, yes. Not what I'm wearing now. <laughs> I I'm just because it's the it's the holiday episode. I'm wearing my Christmas chrono. Ah, yes. Don't sell that my, one. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I I'd rather eat my own fucking lips while they're on hey, my does- face. Does Orient have brand ambassadors? Because if not, I think you need to be the first one. I don't. The closest thing to brand ambassadors that Orient has are the Subaru? really <laughs> super. Holy shit! You're not wrong, actually. <laughs> They're not really brand ambassadors, but it's a really weird rally racing partnership. So there's a bunch of Subaru STI Orients out there, Quartz Chronograph Orients, um, that Orient, um, I guess, uh, uh, Orient Japan makes uh, for. The Subaru Rally Racing Team, and they're really cool, and I would love to own one, but they're fucking gigantic. They're like 47 millimeters, which is way too much watch for me to handle. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, and it's like it's like a one one hundredth of a second chronograph. So like the one 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 of the subdials spins like super fast because it's counting like one one hundredth of a second or something. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, but no, I'm wearing the Orient Neo 70s Christmas Chrono. Um, there are no Orient ambassadors. The closest thing is probably those really lame social media influencer relationships that Orient USA has with those models they randomly use. Those like lifestyle models. You know what I mean? Really? And there, there are like, there are influencers that have like a, like a presence. On, oh yeah, on yeah, 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 yeah. They're they're social media influencers. Interesting. You know what I mean? Because because it's very much my fellow kids. If that makes sense, so like, look, you can you can be you can be a, a free a free spirit, you know, a hipster urbanite while wearing Orient. You can get your you can get your t shakes and and your and your skateboards and your yoga size and you wear your Orient. And it's the ads are very cringy. I don't know if anyone else, if anyone listening to the show has seen an Orient USA ad and has decided, you know what, I'm buying an Orient. I I really want to talk with you. I want to know. I want to know what's appealing about those ads i'm getting very distracted because i get very upset <laughs> it's like no it's okay at the current state of orient usa it's related to the watch you're wearing that's fine obliquely yes but yeah i so the orient <clears throat> chris the <clears throat> i'm wearing an orient neo 70s um quartz chronograph 
we have dubbed it the Christmas Chronograph here on Two Broke Watch Knobs. Uh, it's a JDM piece. It's limited edition. Um, they only made a thousand. They made a thousand in 2016 to commemorate, for some reason, <clears throat> Christmas in Japan, which is why I call it the Christmas Chrono. Uh, it's been on the feed a couple times lately, and I think a lot of newer listeners are seeing it for the first time because I'm getting a lot of questions about it. But yeah, that's basically what it is. It's a solar quartz chronograph. Um, it has this really beautiful pinstripe dial, but the stripes are kind of offset. They're like segmented and offset. It's really a lot of fun, and this color is is gorgeous. The color to me isn't particularly Christmassy. It's like turquoise, you know? Yeah. But it's uh, it's a really, really beautiful watch, and yes, that it's if it's the if you just Google orient christmas chrono you'll you'll see our write-up for it and you can go and check it out but yeah just wearing it because holiday special um and people have been asking about it but yeah i just uh don't ever let me sell this watch michael if i call you and i'm like hey do you think i'll sell the christmas chrono you gotta get on a plane and you gotta you gotta knock on my door you have to stay on the phone with me the whole time the whole time you get to be on the phone with me all eight hours it takes to get here and then uh, you got to knock on my door, and when I answer, you have to kick me dead in the testicles as hard as you can. You know what's really funny? I, I know that if you Google <clears throat> something like Orient Christmas Chrono, mm-hmm. we're going to pop up. Uh, but if you just search Orient Christmas, we're mixed in here with um, Jesus. Is it- the, song, the song We Three Kings, or <laughs> <laughs> We Three Kings of Orient. <laughs> So I guess a traditional carol. Uh, um, it's really funny because after after like a bunch of Christmassy looking stuff, you see two broke watch knobs. Yeah, girl. <laughs> Taking the internet by storm. Hold on one second. Hey, get down. Get down. Holy shit. Come on. Get down. You've never, you don't do the, the spray, right? Some people spray that's, that's their cats. Not, I'm not spraying my cat. I think I'd like it if my boss sprayed me every time I was stupid at work. <laughs> it's fucking inhumane, dude. Come on, get down. She's found a ball of string that my wife uses for crafting. And I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's cliche, but a ball of string to a cat, it's like it's like fucking crack cocaine. You know what I mean? <laughs> crack cocaine on a Friday after work and a glass of Coke. Hold on one second. Come on, out, 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 out. Oh, fucking hell, you're embarrassing for my friends. Get out. All right, good. Oh, fuck my headphones fell off. and we're back. Uh, you are listening to the two broke watch knobs. <laughs> NPR. Oh, he special. turned on his NPR voice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing the Orient Christmas chronograph. Um, you know, limited edition number eight hundred eighty-four <laughs> out of one thousand. I find it to be particularly tasteful with mm, something more casual. Even though it has a lot of dressier notes, I think it's just the right amount of dressy casual to make a Friday night feel, you know, pretty good. That's what I'm wearing right now. How Up next, did... the latest release from Spyrogyra. <laughs> what is what is that? What is Spyrogyra? It's like a smooth jazz group. Oh my god! I don't, I don't know, I don't know things, if NPR plays that. I, have, I don't know anything. I live. I, I I literally live under a rock. I don't know anything. <laughs> I wasn't sure if that was like something like that was new. I wasn't sure if like Spyrogyra was like a new Ben and Jerry's flavor. I just didn't know about it. <laughs> but apparently, it's not. Apparently, it's like a smooth jazz group. So that's cool. That's cool. That's rock and roll, man. It's all cool. But yeah, no, so that's what I'm wearing. Orient Christmas Chrono. I love this watch. I'm not really too sure how it works with changing the battery on this thing. The solar chronograph, obviously, but at some point, I imagine I have to change the fucking battery, right? Or no? Um, Do I yell at it? Will that, will that, fix, will that fix the battery? I think it's supposed to exist in perpetuity. Uh, but the thing is, like for the 
so this is an eco drive movement in here, right? We can agree on that. In my watch, in my watch, no, it's a Seiko Solar Quartz. Oh, okay. No, I don't know because the the eco drive diver that you gave me uh, on the back it says like "Do not open, only send to citizen for battery or service or whatever." Because if you um, open it, you'll discover the secret. There is no battery; it's just a little person in there. And he's surrounded by levers and gears and pedals, and he's the only reason your watch is going. When your watch battery dies, quote unquote, that's fucking someone expiring in your watch, and you have to send the watch to Citizen so they can crack that shit open and then get the little person's corpse out and then put another one, uh, another little person. It's like uh, a house elf. It's like a house elf, dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> so if you want, if you want to free. Your Seiko, your your just as an ego drive movement helper, you gotta open your watch up, give him something, give him a piece of clothing or whatever, like a sock, if you will, and he'll be free. <laughs> right? That's how it works. Uh, the most heartwarming story in neurology. <laughs> Every time you open your citizen, a house elf gets its freedom, guys. Okay. <laughs> You're here, here for, first on two rogue watch knobs, but yeah, man. So uh, that's what I'm wearing. I think I think it's. I want to see. I want to see your system fifty one. I think I saw an older one you used to have that you got rid of. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. Let me let me be clear. By the way, this is like the third the third <laughs> one that I have because the first two I got just broke. Oh no. <laughs> I mean, and swatch. I think they probably still do with the system 51 their international warranty is basically just like it's like a monster cable that company monster cables you can oh, walk up I, to. I, I still have mine yep yeah you can like go up to the guitar center guy and cut it with scissors and be like okay here's a new one so I just go to the store and be like hey this is broken um actually I had one and the second hand started going backwards <laughs> wow dude time traveling man <laughs> yeah Right. So, so I looked at that. I'm like, this is not how a watch works. Um, <laughs> there's something wrong there. And uh, yeah. And, and they I, and they and they agreed. Yes, that's not right. Yes. Yeah. I, I reproduced the uh, the variables and uh, and they said, <laughs> okay, here's a new one. That's <laughs> awesome, man. But yeah, I got yeah. I gotta see the one that you got now. But um, let me see here. We have some watch. You have some watch news you want to cover. But I just want to do a, a short a short segue. I have been. I was I don't know if I told you guys my plan. So the last episode, last episode, we were, I was I was saying I was waiting for a TV to arrive, and I can't remember Michael if I said this on air, but I I said I wanted to break my TV in by watching From Russia with Love, Sean Connery, James Bond, because I'm catching up on all the bombs. Yes. And um, I was not able to do that because by the time the TV got here, my wife got here, and my wife wants nothing. I need to repeat nothing. To do with James Bond films, which is fine. I wouldn't expect her to. So we instead we Same watched, here. It's, Same it's, here. It, I I I don't normally say this, but I think they might just be guy movies or like guys guy things. You know what yeah. I mean? We're on a Gilmore Girls binge. This is a Gilmore Girls house right now. Right now, I'm at an Iron Chef house. Okay. Which is still fun, but I've never seen Gilmore Girls. But I know Becky loves it. Is it? Is it? Do you get joy out of watching the show? Oh, I don't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, uh, you said we you used the royal we man that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, doesn't mean I watch it <laughs> I'm officer I was in the room alright <laughs> that doesn't mean I committed the crime that's funny though dude yeah no I've, I've, never, I've never seen the show but yeah so I'm on a giant bond 
binge right now. And we were talking last episode about one of the coolest watch scenes ever where um, James Bond tested a Geiger counter with his radium loom um, uh, Rolex and, and Dr. No. Mm-hmm. I think I was trying to figure out a way for me to properly articulate the differences between like the Sean Connery Bond and like the Roger Moore Bond. So I'm 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 heavy into the Moore Bonds right now. Um, I watched Man with the Golden Gun. I just finished um, um, Live and Let Die, whatever the hell it's called. And I think uh, Live and Let Die or Live and Live, whatever the fuck it's called, um, that's Moore's first Bond. And within the first few minutes of seeing him on screen, I was able to figure. I I saw what he used his Rolex for. I think it kind of made the distinction very clear. So um, where Sean Sean Connery used his watch, you know, in the field to test a Geiger counter, uh, Roger Moore used his Rolex. His Rolex had a a feature where you turn the bezel or whatever and turns into a high-powered magnet, and you're supposed to, like, deflect bullets with it, or you can, like, you know, uh, uh, make things across the room come closer to you in, like, a die, in, like, a life-or-death situation, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Roger Moore had opted to use his magnetic Rolex to undo a woman's zipper, uh, while embraced in the closet with her, that was that's what he used uh, the watch that Q probably uh, lost a lot of interns to make. So I think that might <laughs> illustrate the differences in bonds fairly well. Does that make sense? So did that? Okay. So he does that with the bezel. Mm-hmm. Is that also the same movie where the bezel spins really fast and it's a it's a, like a buzz saw? No, oh my God, no! I haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> okay, so that's that's another Roger Moore Rolex. It might, it might be Octopussy because that's the one. That's the last Roger Moore fo- uh, movie I haven't seen yet. Yeah, yeah. So he, uh, I think it's a fifty-five twelve Rolex, huh. or it's supposed to. Actually, it's it's nothing. And the so in the movie, he's got a. a a Rolex with a bezel that spins, and it's a buzz saw, and it cut. He can he cuts out of his you know ropes or whatever right um, his, his shackles right yeah he escapes um and that that actual rolex prop was auctioned i think last year for crazy money really <laughs> and it's so, so funny cool. it's, it's a watch that doesn't do any it's a fake watch it doesn't it doesn't even run well what i find interesting in that watching a lot of the connery bonds and now i'm watching all all, all the more bonds the more bonds are like 100 percent a giant rolex ad there are so many watch shots where the face of the Rolex takes up the entire screen. You oh, know interesting. What I mean? It's really, really interesting. It's just, it's just like, it's just like, oh, you know, let me check the time from five seconds for some reason, and yeah. like the camera is just like on his watch, and I'm like, wow, this is just, it's, it's like the first movie wrist shot I could possibly think of. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's cool. So I thought that's pretty. So I just wanted to share that in case anyone is doing. I know I talk about James Bond a lot on air, guys. I'm super sorry about that. But in case anyone anyone is also watching the more Bonds at the moment, uh, that might illustrate the differences pretty well. Because he's like he he seems to bang a lot more people than Connery did. I'm, I'm sure Connery got his share in. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm amazed actually with the James Bond films: the amount of problems that James Bond troubleshoots with the power of his penis. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel like he fucks his way out of so many situations. It's fascinating. That would never work in my job. 100% that would not work in my my daily life. I could not fuck my way out of problems. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, man. But here, we're doing a watch podcast. We're not doing a James Bond existential <laughs> crisis podcast. Um, you have watch news. You didn't share your watch news with me. You're doing the X Factor, so I'm very curious. What's your, what's your watch news? So this is... Um, <clears throat> I'm going to make this quick, and I'm just going to make sure that we're still... 
kind of on the same page here in terms of my sources for this news. Because one of them is actually kind of a big claim to make, but I'm not sure how... (laughs) You're not fired? Okay, good. I never know. Right. I'm not not sure how substantiated these reports are. So um, let me take a look at the... So five days ago, uh, we got a piece of content from Rolex Passion Report kind of um, announcing that they had inside information um, stating that the Rolex GMT Master II BLNR has officially been discontinued. The Batman, I heard this. I didn't think it was real. They killed the Batman. (laughs) The next watch that comes out has to be the Bane. All right, guys, can we we all agree? Green and black. Green, black, and red. Actually, I think think that the new uh, Rolesser GM, it's the two-tone, the root beer, that's a pretty good Bane GMT master. It depends which Bane you're talking about. I'm only thinking new Bane, the annoying voice Bane. Oh, Mr. Wayne, I see. <laughs> I seem to have misplaced my acting ability. Have you found it in your satchel of gadgets? So I, I had a pretty big problem with Bane's voice when that movie came out, so I had a lot of time to practice it in anger in front of the mirror. That was really, really good. That was fantastic. I'm thinking, I'm thinking um, Batman uh, animated series, Kevin Conroy, um, Bane. Cartoon, cartoon Bane, cartoon Bane. That's what Okay. Yeah. All right. But yeah, so the, the watch, so these are uns, these are unsubstantiated though. Uh, the BLNR being discontinued. So some people have uh, criticized Rolex Passion Report for being so um, kind of quick to pull the trigger on uh, revealing that news. You know, who's your source? Where did you get this from? And the guy's like, "Hey, I was I was here with all these dealers, and there were Rolex people with us, and uh, you know they all just flat out told us, like, you know, this is why you're not getting this watch anymore. Hmm. Uh, it's because we're we're Rolex is pulling the plug, or has pulled the plug, and um, you have a lot. <laughs> it's even more confusing because the the watch is still, um, the watch is still on the Rolex site. Now this is funny because back in March during Basel World, mm-hmm. I actually heard that this watch was discontinued um and i was i was talking about it with some uh, like a, a rolex dealer here in seattle and he's like nah it's still on the website and i'm like well i guess i'm a fucking idiot <laughs> so, but um rolex passion report is a pretty kind of significant news source in the in the hardcore I, I, these are pretty much the most <clears throat> diehard rolex people you can you can encounter right uh so i, I think a lot more people are paying attention now to the fact that this watch is um is potentially on its way out um so what so is that people are, what's the significant i mean obviously it's significant because that's a pretty that's i feel like that's a lot of people's grail watches and it's one of those grail watches obviously that's like more attainable than my goddamn jock Edro charming bird you know what i'm saying yeah why would they discontinue it what's the what um, do you think the rationale is because they can I think I think people need to understand that Rolex can do whatever they want <laughs> and really have no consequences. It's actually amazing. Yeah. Uh they they can they literally do not care about what you want. <laughs> and uh people are always going to buy Rolexes. Yeah, yeah, always. Yeah. So um you know maybe maybe they just saw their current collection of um 
of GMT Masters. You know, you have the Pepsi and stainless steel, and you also have the Pepsi and white gold. Um, now you have the Everose, which is the all. It's the solid gold model. You have the Rolester, which is the two tone. Mm. Um, what's the point really of the of a, a of a different stainless steel model? You know, if the if the iconic GMT yeah. Master is the red and the blue, what's this blue and black one doing here? I mean, why do you, you know, just cut it? Interesting. So you, so you, th- you, the, th- uh, I mean, this is like, like kind of weird to say, but you, based on what you're saying, it sounds like it's not like they're getting rid of it to replace it. They're just getting rid of it. Yeah. Yeah. And, wow. and really they, they haven't even really been shipping them to dealers in the first place. So it makes sense. I, I mean, I think, I think here in downtown Seattle, that dealer hasn't seen a, uh, one of these blue black GMT masters in like. Mm, eight or nine months wow okay <laughs> so so what do you what has the internet reaction been to the even though it's unconfirmed are people apathetic are they oh, people are setting their their kids on fire <laughs> so it's actually it's gonna Come be interesting here, Timmy. <laughs> it's gonna be interesting to see because um because right now you have the new stainless steel on the jubilee the pepsi right which is supposed to be around like it's supposed to be between nine and ten thousand dollars realistically, and I've seen them go as high as like just twenty two plus. It's it's bananas, dude. Like when <sighs> when people, f- <laughs> yeah, when people first really wanted to get them, they were paying over twenty. Just take that Instagram photo; it's crazy. Um, but I'm trying to figure out what I hate more: watches or people. <laughs> well, it's the people that ruin everything. Ooh, good point. Very good point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I mean, um, me personally, I'm just I'm gonna be very curious to see the uh, secondary market prices of the if this is actually true. If it's I'm, true, I'm gonna, right? Yeah, I'm gonna be curious to see the pricing on the Batman versus the pricing on the new Pepsi, and see which one gets absolutely crazy first. So if so, when Rolex, okay, well, if Rolex, you know, actually confirms it and they announce it, how how do they do that? Like, what's the avenue? Are they going to tell like they won't? They'll just stop doing it and everyone will notice. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? <laughs> or you can ask them. You can ask them at Basel or something. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I guess that's my question. They don't put out like a press, like a presser, being like, "Oh, by the way, you know, we were we're very sad and didn't you know discontinue blah 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 model or whatever." They're just so you're saying they're not gonna do that. They're they're just gonna they're gonna approach this in the same way I approach all my problems, and I'm just just, just not gonna tell anyone. Just stop doing it. Yeah, right? that's it. Wow. <laughs> they're 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 not gonna. They don't they don't send like. They don't do press releases or anything. It, it's crazy. It's just. I think the last press thing I ever heard them doing was they took a bunch of watch bloggers and 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 Ariel, I think, from Blog to Watch, right, over to the factory. Or am I thinking something else? Yeah, that was that was a pretty long time ago. That was a that long was, time ago, but that was the yeah. only thing I've ever heard. Like, and that was super significant because I, I don't think uh, I don't think any journalist had been had had gotten that factory tour mm-hmm. since like the fifties or the sixties. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that 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 was that was pretty cool. That's, I wonder I wonder what's like in there. Yeah, that's a once in a lifetime experience. You know, it's ironic that I now see Rolex, like the James Bond watch, as a full James Bond villain operation. Right? 
They they're probably the brand. Have, the brand, yeah. They're, they're like Bond villains. You know what I mean? They have like they're probably like a facility up in the mountains. It's all secretive. Well, they're just doing. They're things. like the they're like the Google of Geneva. You know the the Hans, but they're but they're positioned as a charity. You have the Hans Wolsdorf Foundation, and the, this will go into the ne- the next quick piece of news that I I want to share. They're, yeah, they're like the Google of Geneva. Everybody wow. wants to work for them over there. They have insane benefits. Um, I think Hans Wolsdorf was quoted uh, in saying things like, "You know, you really got to take care of your employees because they're like the backbone of the company," and, and they do like free. They got a they got a bunch of free stuff. Like you get free lunch when you're there, and uh, it's um. Do you it's get free Rolexes? Be, I don't know. Maybe you it's supposed to be pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. So, but yeah. In addition to that, Rolex also this week launched Rolex.org, which is more <laughs> of a kind of living historical preservation site of Rolex history, and it's pretty cool. Their first. Their first kind of big piece is called The Man Behind the Crown. And it's a it's a it's a whole like page dedicated to Hans Wolsdorf and um kind of his earliest days. Wow. The ideation behind creating the brand, um, you know, tracking from the day he was born to the day he died and uh all the way through like the earliest Rolex ambassadors and how the how the brand gained the the kind of recognition that it has. It's actually a really, really cool read and there's a pretty fascinating video that accompanies it. So oh. I just wanted to share that. It's um I mean we we both have had our hand in, in digital marketing and I think most of um most of the Switch watch Swiss watch world is very behind in things like web design and uh marketing in general and this mm-hmm. is just a very very cool page um My so question, i just want to put that out there is there a rolex.com there's a rolex.com and now there's a rolex.org why didn't they just have it in the same domain i don't know <laughs> we to talk about digital marketing we can talk this about is, that for a is, long time yeah but but now now you're the seo guy coming out <laughs> well it's just it's just i just have so many questions but whatever it doesn't matter it doesn't matter. i don't maybe, i don't see the point maybe yeah. there's some kind of legal that, reason they have that a was work. a that was a weird part i think this is supposed to be more of an extension from the hans wilsdorf foundation right not so much rolex okay that's cool i'm gonna check that out is there is there is there, is there a section on james bond in there you know what? There might be. I, no, there can't be. No, the, Rolex cannot use any James because Bond because the stupid fucking Omega thing. Yeah. Ugh. I don't want that watch anymore. I don't want Omega anymore. It ruined it. <laughs> I mean, I'm joking. Obviously, I still want that goddamn Omega stupid watch. Yeah, that's crazy. But that's all. That's all my news. That's it. But that's a pretty cool page. Everyone should check it out. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. I'm gonna check it out. But here, let's let's get to these Christmas topics. These holiday holiday cheer topics which one do you want to do first i'm pulling up the list i'm gonna check it twice hold on where the fuck where the you fuck? pick uh xms dinner red green was that i want to i want to do red green and white watches because you said you had some ideas yeah what are your ideas because i do have they have to be red nothing. green and white all at the mm, same time if so you could get bonus points but maybe it something that's just kind of evokes christmas someone oh man champagne wishes beer money she was saying oh she was naming some kind of rolex with like red or green text or some shit oh okay 
Well, so I'm gonna do I'm gonna do two really quickly. Go for it, cause I got I got fucking nothing. One so one is like stupid expensive, okay. and one is from a brand that kind of tiptoes into the high end, but is still loved by budget watch collectors. So I'll mm. start with the cheaper one. Okay, um, and that's that Oris Master Diver. I'm not gonna try to say the name, the the Master Toucher or whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's who, the Oris. Who regulator. told you my college name? That's fucked up, man. Hold on, Oris Master Toucher. <laughs> that can't that can't be what it's called, dude. If you type that in, it might correct it for you. I don't know. Master Meister Toucher. Meister Toucher. Fuck does that mean? Sure. Meister. It's supposed to mean master diver. Why don't you just call it master diver? Yeah, I mean, can we can we make a watch and call it Masturbator for like fishermen? Can it be like a like a fisherman's that's, watch? That's pretty good. That's pretty. Good. I'm not gonna lie. It's a dad that's joke. Pretty good. You've never heard that joke? <laughs> no. Yeah, it's like, oh yeah, I'm fishing for years. I'm a masturbator. You've never heard that joke? Yeah, dude. I'll oh, fucking my make dad a... never. My dad never took me fishing. <laughs> well, I mean, neither, neither did my dad. I I had father figure surrogates who talked to me about fishing. My dad's not really like. <laughs> Like a, like a fisherman, you know what I mean? But <laughs> let me see this thing. Ma- Meister Tucher, Tucher, Tucher. Mm. All right, I'm looking at a watch right now. It's red. It should have it's... one big red hand. Uh, okay, this is kind of, it's, it's interesting. Could you get like a green strap on this? A green rubber, just or speak a green rubber strap for this thing? That would be awesome. Because then that you'd would... have the green strap with the red hand. Yep. Yeah. That, 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 would, that would be fucking mad Christmas, dude. Ma- hanging mad Christmas dong. Yeah. Huh, I think I found a picture of you wearing this watch. Yep, you probably did. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, dude, if you got a green strap on this thing, this would be awesome. This watch is a little fucking large, isn't it? Um, I think it's 42 or 43. It's oh, still smaller, it, but it's titanium. Oh, and it's okay. super it's super light, especially if you have it on the rubber strap. I, I thought it was um, like forty four or forty five. I might I might be thinking of the Oris um uh Aquist or a key however you say it. It's technically part of that same collection. But right, this right. is but this is a little bit smaller and it's in titanium and it comes on a really, really nice um red uh integrated strap. Hmm. This is this is this is a good pick. Yeah. I like this. I could totally yeah. see this. So what I'd pick these, that what one. These, what are these dials on here? Is it um one this, is a one is a running seconds and oh, one is the hours. Wait, what the fuck is the big hand in the middle then? It's strictly for your minutes. That's what that's what a regulator is. You have a you have the most prominent time display is for the minutes. And then the subdial at three o'clock is your hours. At nine o'clock you have your running seconds. This is kind of stupid, right? Right? It's technically the most logical layout for a dive watch. But isn't the most you, logical layout for a dive watch your dive computer? That is true. But if you want to be fancy and take a dive watch, this I guess is, you could just wear this one, yeah. Yeah, you just have a massive red hand pointing at the minutes. Do you think divers actually... If you're a diver, Michael and I are not divers, would you actually wear something like this? You know what's funny, dude? I'm, I'm showing the picture on my phone to the microphone like it can fucking see me. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, would you guys wear this? You guys can't see me shrugging. Would you guys wear? If you're a diver, would you wear that watch? I'm very interested to hear. Um, but um, but here, let's move on because I just realized I just saw what I just saw what fucking time was. Apparently, I've been talking about James Bond for forty goddamn minutes. And I didn't realize <laughs> how much fucking time it passed. Roger Moore, what's the second watch? I like this watch. What's the second watch? I would do the uh, do one of my guilty pleasure watches. I would do the Hublot Unico Red Magic in all red ceramic. That is a really good choice. Actually. That's, That's fucking. I, you know what? With a nice with a nice Christmas sweater and a and a cool set of Dockers, some loafers, and a Hublot Unico Red Magic. I could I could dig it. I have to Google this thing. Red Magic. I gotta see it again. Ho ho girl. I could totally 20, see this. Twenty six thousand dollars. I love this watch. It really is. <laughs> it's the problem is it's it looks like such a fun watch. It looks like it doesn't take itself too seriously. But at twenty two fucking thousand dollars, that's a hard sell, right? At twenty two thousand dollars, I would have at least liked the bezel screws to line up with each other. They don't <laughs> line up? Oh no, they don't. That's funny. Well, isn't that only like um like an AP thing? Uh, That's like, an AP thing, yeah. Right. And you know what's funny? The first time I noticed that, and the first time I asked you, was when we were still working together. So we were able to sit next to each other, and yeah. you were just like, "Yeah, that's only an AP thing." Ever since then, <laughs> I've seen flathead screws on a watch. I do the th- I, I go full Rain Man. I count I count them, and I see if they're lined up. And they're they never they're never lined up. They're never lined up, <laughs> except in the goddamn AP. How is it that difficult? You think to line them up? Well, AP does something where I think um, the screws that you see actually aren't the screws. They're under, and then what you have on top are like these, um, these like pop-in washers or, or grommets, whatever you it's want to like call a, them. It's like a push-up bra. That's like that's kind of lying, right? Yeah. I feel like that's kind of oh, man. That just I just I just found out Santa isn't fucking real. Damn it! I because I pictured someone sitting there like cutting the threads on the screws. So it lines up perfectly. So like, but in reality, it's someone spending thirty-five seconds putting the stupid heads in the right direction <laughs> with these caps, right? Yeah, these are my picks. That's so. <laughs> that's so upset. So I'm so crushed. I'm 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 so upset right now. <sighs> okay, I don't know what the hell. I don't know what a, a green or you know green if you're red. Those are the Christmas colors. If you're if you're on a budget, if you're on a budget. And you and you want to do something like Christmas festive, like you're going to an ugly Christmas wedding party or whatever, and you just need like a cheap green watch that you also want to be able to wear afterwards. Mm-hmm. You could check out some of the Orient Bambinos. Some of the Orient Bambinos have green dials, I think. Let me double check. I can tell Why you. Why not which just ones. do a Christmas Corona? Because they're not available anymore. Nah, you bought them all. We know I just, you did. I just bought the one. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm not. We I'm know not the, you have the crate. I'm not the gold finger of Orient Christmas Chronos. All right, <laughs> all my references could be Bond references. I'm super sorry. I just want. I'm just gonna warn everyone now because that's just kind of what I got on the brain. But you could grab one of these um, Orient Bambinos in green. Let me see which ones they do. Yeah, they got them in green. Green and uh, the case is gold though. That sucks. All right, I take that back. I don't know what the fuck you guys can wear. If you can find a Christmas Chrono online, still buy one. It's not really Christmassy though. It doesn't look Christmassy. You know what I mean? You can you can paint the hour markers with red nail polish. Yeah, I could just crack this thing open, right, with like a screwdriver on the front, <laughs> from the front, not the back. Just crack it with a screwdriver and just and just and just like get four four shots in and just shakily try and paint this with my wife's expensive nail polish, right? Yeah. 
That'll win me some brownie points. <laughs> She'll beat me to death with her nail polish. Like her case. Her case. Does your wife have like a case of nail polishes? Polish? She does. Yeah. Did, did we ever talk about this on air? So makeup to my wife, like my reaction to her makeup is like her reaction to my watches with me. You know what I mean? Because when I try and explain to her that two watches that are blue are different, it just doesn't make sense. In the same way, when she's trying to tell me two of her red lipsticks are different, <laughs> I just don't buy it. I'm like, those are both red. You're out of your, you're out of your beautiful, your beautiful little head. They're both red. So it like, I just, I just, I've, I've had plenty of those conversations. Like, oh, should I do, should I do salmon sherbet pink or ocean breeze blush? I'm like, those are both fucking pink. <laughs> I don't know. You can wear, you can wear whatever you want as long as we're out the door before our reservations kick in. That's I never thought I never thought it'd be in this situation, because you see it on like sitcom televisions and shit like that. But it's fucking real, man. You know yeah. what I mean? I do have one final suggestion. Yes. If you can find it, I don't know if they're around anymore. Okay. <clears throat> These watches came out in 2014, and it's another swatch, Ooh. and it is called the. Swatch Holiday Twist. <laughs> and it is just it's it's uh it's an entirely kind of translucent clear case that's just completely glittered out. I love this. And it's got a little tree at six o'clock it's and got it a little comes, Christmas tree. It comes in this like candy cane looking box and you get a you get a swatch Christmas ornament that's that looks like it was printed out. <laughs> I love it. I'm all about this. I don't understand the hands. The hour hands like a spade, but the minute hands like a syringe. Yeah. yeah it's pretty cool. I'm, I'm very much into this watch. I would totally buy this. <laughs> if I could find it, I would totally buy this watch. Yeah, it's 100, 120 bucks. I will pay nothing over $50 for this watch. <laughs> I've decided. It's It was available limited and number edition of fourteen thousand nine hundred ninety nine pieces. I don't think that's limited. I mean, if you have fourteen thousand of anything, that is, that is that just doesn't feel limited. Like my Seiko Samurai, they made six thousand of those. That's that's high. That's high production quantity, if you ask me. But that, I would call that limited. Christmas. Hey, so maybe you can find one. Maybe maybe I can find. Maybe I can. Maybe I can. Maybe I can get a, a swatch ornament on my uh, on my on my ornament situation. That's pretty cool. That's a good pick. Here, let's uh, let's choose one of these other holiday topics. I don't think we're gonna get to all of them because I can't stop talking about goddamn. I think we are. Goddamn James Bond. Let's do Christmas dinner watches. Hmm. So watch to wear to Christmas dinner. Let's create a scenario just so we have some reference. So, so let's say. Do we, we have to own these watches? Oh, it's a good point. No, let's say no. You don't have you don't have to own the so in the in the entire world of watches for you to choose from. You can choose any and any watch you want. So, let's say you're going to your in-laws. Let's say for some reason you're in because I know they don't. Let's say your in-laws celebrate Christmas or the holidays or whatever the fuck. Um, they you do go, not. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine they would. But you're doing the whole tradition of like, oh, you're all at the big table and the dads are talking about best directions on how to get to work and the wives are complaining about their husbands. Like the, the full holiday dinner, like experience, you know what I mean? And you're at the table. What watch are you wearing? Hmm. Honestly, man, the the Speedmaster would go great with uh, I could see one, that. Of, one of my red sweaters. <laughs> 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 I can see that. You know, for some reason, what came to my mind is, as I guess I was 
kind of creating the scenario. One of those newer Rolex Datejust that come in like the colors. You know what I mean? Oh, the Oyster Perpetuals. Yeah, there's like um, yeah, they have a bunch of different colors. I don't, I don't know, know if they why. have a green one. I don't think they have a green, but I feel like I've seen like a blush or a red one. There's What's a it? there's there's a plum which is like a purple color for them. Beautiful. My my wife yeah. would love that. Yeah, there's a so there's a plum in 36. There is a green one, but it's I think it's 26 millimeters. That's a little tough. Mm, that'd be kind of hard for a guy to pull off. Oh, oh, there's a 34 millimeter in the green. I could I could do 34. I could do 34. Yeah. I'm looking at it right now. This is a beautiful watch. It's yeah, that's not pretty sweet. It's not what I would necessarily connotate as like the Rolex everyone pines after because most folks are either I feel like people are into these sort of newer kind of like oyster perpetuals it's it's either like the newer Daytonas or like anything anything like dive watch related anytime someone is into like a non a quote unquote non dive watch mm-hmm. it's like a vintage date just or a vintage like day date or something like that or, or you know what I'm saying yeah I don't yeah. think these watches get too much love, but for some reason, as I was creating this scenario in my head, this just feels like a very interesting Christmas dinner watch. Well, I, and so for Christmas dinner specifically, I picked the Speedmaster because it would also probably serve as a really good buffer in the case that I don't really want to speak to anyone. But they pro- if somebody does ask me about the watch, I have some things to talk about, you know. Okay, this is the one that went into space. It's a good like, point. This and you that. got talking like, points, yeah. Fucking, you know, cousin Eddie wants to talk to you. I, I don't, I don't have. A you cousin could, Eddie. you could, you could use my technique, which apparently <laughs> Greg Bedrosian tried and backfired. So I apologize, Greg. If people ask, if people start trying to do, I don't know if you saw our DM conversation, but if people try making small talk, the first small talk question is always like, you know, oh, what do you do? If you want if you want to stop this train before it picks up speed, if you need to get out of a small talk conversation and someone asks you what you do, just tell them you're a janitor. Mm-hmm. There are never any follow-up questions to, oh, I'm a janitor. You know what I mean? So it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> no one has any follow-up questions except apparently one fucking person that Greg Greg Bedrosian watched GB, who's um who's a great friend of the show. He's written a lot of articles for the website. Definitely check them out. He used that line and apparently backfired because someone had back, had backup questions. So oh, I apologize. Damn. But um, if you need to get out of the situation, yeah, just do that. Or fake a lisp. If you're talking to someone and, and they hear you have a lisp, they're very uncomfortable and they don't want you to talk more. <laughs> that's, uh, that's very Larry David. Is it? To do. <laughs> I still have to watch that Curb Your Enthusiasm show. It's it's supposed to be uh, good. You keep telling me it's good. Yeah, dude, you're you're missing out if you haven't seen Curb Your Enthusiasm. <laughs> I've never seen it. But if someone's just like, oh, what do you do? It's like, it's like, oh, you like, you know, oh, I'm 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 a teacher. I'm a teacher over in the school down the street. <laughs> they're never gonna. They're never. Oh, okay. They're fucking done talking to you because that shit makes people so uncomfortable. If you just lean into like a Mike Tyson. Like a Mike Tyson kind of like, oh yeah, I drive my four Taurus on a three, you know, and the, 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 the conversation's done, you know. So it's not it's not quite lying. It's faking a speech impediment to get out of an it's 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 it's, it's derailing an awkward situation with an even more awkward situation. But I might actually try the lisp. I, I got a week down lisp. in South Florida. I, I might try the lisp. Try the lisp, dude, or do the cross eyes. That makes that also people very uncomfortable. <laughs> can you cross your eyes? I can cross my eyes like no one's fucking business, dude. Oh, dude. Can you, can you cross so your good. eyes? Practice, practice in the plane in front of your wife. 
for five hours. For five hours, dude. I have you a know? brain tumor by the time I land. <laughs> the brain tumor is located directly behind his fucking eyeball. I wonder why. It's not like goddamn eye crossing. I'd rather give myself a brain tumor than have another conversation about directions to work with a stranger. <laughs> if those are my options, I choose death, man. All right. Oh man, this is a jolly episode. It's a jolly episode. A lot, a lot of, <laughs> a lot, a lot of death talk. I feel like you know. So we got an oyster perpetual and a speedmaster. What are um, some fun affordable options? You know, I'm I'm actually gonna pack this one because I'm I'm flying down to Miami tonight after mm-hmm. I record this. I'm taking a red eye, and um, I'm taking the uh, the open heart orient that you gifted me. Ooh, so that, very the, cool. I think they call it the Envoy. Uh, it's yeah, it's either, yeah, it's the Envoy. That is the Envoy. That is actually I I I I I thought you threw that watch away. That's super cool. I think that'll be <laughs> no, a good. I, I don't know, man. I don't I don't know what people do. That'll be a good one. I think I think that'll be. Um, I I could see that just being like a nice like dinner watch, like group gathering dinner watch. That's a good choice. Yeah, man. You know, it could be really fun actually. Also, if you need a watch that's appropriate for a big dinner. And you need something that's a talking piece, just so in case you don't have the, in case you're more of a human being than I am, and you don't don't want to fake a lisp or fake being cross-eyed, uh, a boss-eyed uh, from uh, IT crowd, boss-eyed. <laughs> <laughs> they don't care about the boss-eyed. Boss-eyedness. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You could um, if you need a if you need a watch that's a conversation piece that's not too expensive, under a thousand bucks. You can get one of those Seiko Urushi dials. Those Seiko Presage Urushi dials. Oh, yeah. I feel like that would be fantastic. It's wonderfully appropriate for a dinner event. It's a dress watch. But if you need to, the watch can be your conversation buffer. You know what I mean? They got the... Um... Hold on a second. Because if we're talking Seiko to order a Christmas dinner, you got to do the snowflake. But that thing is super expensive. <sighs> That's expensive, though. I was trying but, to think of a watch like under a thousand bucks. Hold on, but, my, cat, my, my cat's out of there again. I keep talking. Hey, come on. Get down. Come on. They have, what is it called? I just want to make sure I have the reference oh. number right. They got a cheaper version. Oh, yes. Someone was talking to us about this. I, I'm so sorry. Forgetting who it's it was. It's the Sarks. It's the SARX 033. I yeah, think yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. one it is. S-A-R-X. It's like the poor man's snowflake. But it's but it's not that cheap. Um, I'm, Google, I'm googling it right now. Yeah. I don't know if I don't I don't know if it's the 33. Oh wait, I found it. It is. Yeah, they call it the baby Grand Seiko Snowflake. Let me let me get the ref. Oh, it is the Sarks 055. It's still not that cheap. It is nine hundred and ninety eight dollars. <laughs> it's a lot of goddamn donuts. I'll tell you that much. You know what I mean? It's under a thousand. <laughs> <laughs> what 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 the fuck website did I just click on? Oh, it's on Namon Watches. Yep, that's the one I'm looking at. This is pretty cool. This is a beautiful watch. I will yeah. I will say this is also incredibly appropriate for a Christmas dinner because yeah, I mean it's basically has a very similar sort of approach to this uh dial as you would kind of see on that um textured snowflake dial, you know? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I like this. Yeah. And both both of those Seikos are like a potentially around under a thousand bucks. Yeah. That's good. I think I think those are two good Christmas dinner watches. Let's uh, do do do. Let's see what we got here. Two more topics: winter watches with strap options, or what watch would Santa Claus wear? You choose. I chose the last two. Let's do the Santa one. 
Michael, what watch? What watch would Santa Claus wear? I think um I think Dan Clayton, Dancy Twenty One or whatever, however you say your name, uh, he was saying, oh like a like a like a Breitling Avenger Two, like a giant watch, right? That's a that's a good one. Can I can I make a watch that just doesn't exist yet but has to for Santa? Sure, could be. So you know the Constantine Chica Joker. I'm quite familiar with it. Yes. So you got to take that watch and turn it into a crazy, wacky Santa face. Do you think Santa would wear his own face on his wrist, though? Like, is he? Do you think? Do you think he would? Yeah, and the watch, the dial has to have a little hat. <laughs> so I've been to the wacky Santa eyeballs. It's gonna have the beard and the hat. Um, well, here's the I question: th- How long? How long is Santa gonna be on the waiting list for? Because Constantine Trikin's pretty backed up right now. Yeah, he is. Do you think? Um, do you think? Do you think Monster Chikin would make uh, would make Santa wait in line with everyone else? I think. He, I think he can probably skip. <laughs> Isn't Christmas a big part of Russia? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. With, I'm honestly I'm not, not sure. The culture. I'm so sorry. If anyone uh, lives in Russia or has been there and they know, let us know because we have no idea. Um, what was I going to say? The topic that came up on the live stream though is that practically Santa would wear something you could track multiple time zones in hmm. like a gmt watch but then someone was just like well he's flying he's actually technically like a pilot what if there was some sort of gmt flyer you know apparently zen does make one uh i think daniel's watches was saying uh, i think zen makes one archimedia i think makes one for a little bit less than zen you're totally yeah. right there's I... they have a version of their flieger that has an internal like GMT hand, like an inner scale just for the GMT hand. Let me see. I'm pulling it up right now. Pilot GMT. I told. I keep forgetting. I'm looking at it right now. I can see Santa rocking this if we could get the hands to be green instead of blue. <laughs> right. There's there's one with a red hand. Well, I mean the um. Well, I'm looking at the hero image on this page, and the hands are like blue steel, like thermal blue or painted blue. Oh, okay, yeah, I see. But the but GMT yeah, the, hand, the GMT is red. hand, yeah, GMT hand is red. <clears throat> yeah, these are these are these are quite handsome. I like these. This watches. is a, this is a killer watch. Yeah, this is pretty cool actually. So I could see I could see Santa rocking this. You know what I mean? If what if Santa was balling? Because you said you had an idea for ball, for baller Santa, right? Or was that so, your idea? The so this watch? this watch, by the way, is is a thousand ninety. Um, the the um, the, the Archimede. Archimede. yeah. So that's that's the price on that one. Yeah, the the ball and Santa would be the Santa watch, the <laughs> the custom Constantine Chikin watch. Nothing says success more than wearing something with your own face on it. Yeah, I let me tr- let me try to think of another one. Hmm. <sighs> I feel like Ball and Santa would totally be into that um that Gerard Perigo uh, slot machine watch. I can see that because it's it, it's a toy. It's also a display of wealth. It's also very fun. It's also a pretty big fucking watch. And Santa's not a tiny dude. Santa Santa's got some mad wrist girth, so he needs something larger. I feel like. Well, you know? if he wants something large, it's got to be large. It's got to be lightweight. It's got to be expensive. Right. Agreed. And it's got to have red and green on it. Agreed. Okay. And I'm gonna recommend for the big guy. Richard Mille RM50-03 McLaren F1. Like the car? For $1 million. Oh, my God. 
McLaren F1. Like, 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 like the yeah. like McLaren car. Okay, so let me so see So Google here. search RM-50, uh, RM-50-03. Got it. I'm looking at it right now. It's got like a, like a nylon strap or like a stretchy, like nylon, whatever it is. Yeah, that thing's a million dollars. It's got oh some red God. and green. Dude, this is this the red. So it's got it's got yellow, red, green, and black. This is like a Kwanzaa watch. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah, I, can, I mean, I he's got to be multicultural these days, I can man. Totally see. <laughs> <laughs> so every time I think of Kwanzaa, I think of Kwanzaa bot from Futurama. I have no idea, Michael. If you've ever, if you've ever, we've never talked about Futurama. Have you ever seen that? Show? I didn't. I didn't get a chance to watch it, and then Netflix took it off. Oh, that's funny. It is off Netflix. That's I'll, yeah. I'll I'll send you a link where where you can watch it. But yeah, I like this watch a lot. I could totally see Santa rocking this for some reason. Here's a funny question: What watch would Mrs. Claus get for Mister Claus? Mm. Do you think she would? But do you think this has uh, the aesthetics of a wife gifting to her husband? No this 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 is the husband that has to sleep in the doghouse. <sighs> For a couple months because this he is, bought it. <laughs> this is the husband with a main cave full of like thousand, like 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 ten thousand dollar posters for like octopusy because he really liked the movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude. Unless your wife is Beyonce, I don't know if she's gonna like gift this to you. I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> so what watch would Mrs. Claus? I don't know. I'm thinking. I'm thinking something, something classic, three hander, like more of a dress watch. You know what I mean? I'm gonna have to agree with the cat and say a Tissot Viso date. Damn it! Did you hear my cat? I was trying to <laughs> sweetheart. <laughs> you're so good. You're still good even when you're bad. All right. I, I think a Tissot Tiso Viso date. Yeah. That's. I could see. I could see Mrs. Claus walking into like um. They got those at the mall. Walking into a mall, exactly. You know what I mean? She's got her Starbucks uh, peppermint frappuccino with her, and she's just like walking around. She's like, I don't know what can I get the man who has everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then she sees it. She sees the Tiso Viso date or Vice date, however the fuck you say it. I'm down. I like it. But, but actually, does that watch have a, you know what? In mm. classic Mrs. Claus style, we have to check because she would probably get him something with something very special engraved on the case back. And I don't oh, think that's that, so good. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that watch has a solid uh, stainless steel case back. So got to think about that. You can still etch the glass, can't you? I don't. I don't know if they'll do that for you at Macy's. <laughs> so some internal dude with like a with like a brick and like and and and, and, and like and like a thumbtack. He's trying to just like <laughs> like delicately scratch this thing to fucking kingdom come. A brick and a thumbtack is probably the worst uh, way to <laughs> custom engrave. It's the first. It's the first two things I thought of. Talking about picking the wrong tool for the job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so good. Uh, let me see. Look at the time. Okay, uh, conscious of the time. Let's talk. Let's talk about the last last one. Winter watches with strap options. So I think this one is more inclined towards the climate. So I'm assuming when I hear winter watch, hold on. What's wrong, my love? Unless you're on fire, I really can't help you right now. Okay, you're so good. A good baby. <laughs> um, when I hear winter watch, I'm thinking of something like cold climate appropriate. You know what I mean? Hmm. So is my assumption correct in that every time I need to, like, so every time I've been in a situation where I had to wear a watch that I think will be okay in the cold, I just grab a dive watch. Does that, does that sound 
like appropriate thinking. Like I always, like my go-to is my sumo. Every time it's cold, I grab my sumo. Yeah, this is interesting though because a lot of people for fall and winter they like to switch to leather straps. Do you put that on leather? I have tried putting my sumo on leather once, and it looked. How can I describe it? It looked like it had buck teeth because the <laughs> the, lugs. The, the lugs and the hole for the drilled like like the spring bar is so far from the case that I would have to have some sort of custom leather strap that would hug the case um, and close the gap. So I just don't do that anymore. I just keep it on the bracelet now. Yeah, yeah. I think I think for winter. You got to go with the cold steel, man. Just mm. keep it keep it on the steel. Yep. Um, a dive watch is good. If you're in a super snowy area, say like somewhere in the Midwest, uh, you know, Minnesota or something or the Dakotas, mm-hmm. I think um, I think a Rolex Explorer 2 Polar would be pretty badass. I, would, I mean, that just makes sense, actually. <laughs> to right? kind of match, to match the snow. That makes sense. Yeah. Didn't wasn't there oh wasn't there a speedmaster for like the Alaska project and it's got that oh, big God. that big red that that fucking turtleneck or whatever the fuck they, they jam onto there? Yeah, that was what, supposed to be for, for like the dark the dark side of the moon basically. What the fuck's the point of that shit? I guess so it's it's um it's like an analy- an anodized aluminum case enclosure okay. which is supposed to absorb um a ton of i guess the cold and isolate the the case itself from external ambient temperature um yeah the alaska project that's pretty i mean you got to be like running sled dogs if you're gonna wear that i would rather invest money into something that would do that insular sort of treatment for my testicles as opposed to you know what i'm saying like i feel like ideally you'd be wearing a space suit (laughs) yeah i mean i would be out there i'd be out there in a blanket on fire i think that's the only way i could possibly (laughs) like tolerate the cold i don't do very well very well in cold as you guys have probably heard in the show but yeah i think that's I i would have to be on fire um, and then I would maybe consider uh, buying that Speedmaster. But yeah, no, uh, 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 the, the the Rolex Polar, I think that's super, super cool. What do you think? What, I'm trying to think of something that's a lot of Rolex talk on this episode. I'm trying to get away from the Rolex talk. Um, what would be a fun snow watch? I don't know why. For some reason, when the person asked, so the person asked the question, it was um, M.W. Hunsucker, um, Michael Hunsucker, or or or. or or Hunziger, I, I can't. I apologize if I'm not saying your name correctly, bro. But I don't know why, for some reason, when he asked the question, and 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 Michael H, you can let me know if we were having brainwaves. I pictured him asking as someone that was going to ski. So I heard Winter Watch, and I heard like like Bond ski chase scene. What watch are you wearing? You know what I mean? I feel like I feel like a Seiko diver would be okay. You know, on the bracelet. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's also going to be good for like if you fall, it's not going to fucking get thrashed, you know, or fall apart because they're pretty tough. They're pretty sturdy watches. That white dial Orient Star Seeker GMT. Shit, that'd be that. That's actually a really cool winter watch, isn't it? Yeah. It's also a really cool overall Christmas watch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That thing is that thing is pretty badass. That's pretty fun. It's a bigger, it's a bigger watch. The watch is, um, if it's the, yeah, the Seeker, it's, uh, I could be wrong. It's 13 or 14 millimeters. The thing is, cause the, 
<clears throat> the watch has an internal internal um, bezel, you know? Uh-huh. And so I think that takes up a lot of, like, room and the watches end up being thicker. Yeah. Yeah, there's one more. I just want to get the name. God damn it, your sight is so bad. Whose sight is it? Is it our sight? No, it's not our sight. <laughs> there is a watch. I know the, the Polar Explorer is kind of fancy, but there is a brand in Iceland. Oh. An Icelandic watch company. Oh, and, I know. I, th- I think I know what we're talking about. Sorry. Oh, shit. This thing is really, this thing is kind of expensive too. 2100 bucks. Yeah, it's the Mickelson Arctic Explorer. That thing is pretty, you can take that skiing. Yeah. I'm familiar with the brand. Arctic. And then there's also Bernhardt. Bernhardt makes kind of a, a version of this same kind of watch. It's like a white dial Explorer 2 inspired thing. What? On this on this little Michelson, what is, the, is that, that little hand? Is that the GMT hand? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a tiny little baby GMT hand for the internal GMT bezel. It's like a GMT hand for ants. Or it's scale. so tiny. <laughs> it's for ants. It's for ants, dude. It's adorable. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. I'm reading Patrick's review on this. Yep. Huh. Yeah, he loves this watch. Nice. From what I've read. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty dang cool, man. Nice. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, I think I think a winter watch, though, you're right. Got to be on the bracelet. And it still has to have some sort of winter vibe, which is why I like, I like this um this Mickelson um Arctic, whatever the hell it's called Arctic, yeah Arctic something. Um, that thing is still expensive, so I would if for a similar look, I would look at Bernhardt. Bernhardt makes Bernhardt. the yeah. the binacle or binacle GMT two in white. That is a uh, six hundred twenty four bucks. Okay. What's not I'm not. What's in there movement-wise? ETA 2836. That's like a fair, like a fair price, I think, for that movement. Unless I'm totally it's wrong. It's a very, very else. fair price, I think. So I think it's the same one that's in my squad. No, I could be wrong. I got... I don't wanna, it might I don't, be. I don't want to finish that thought. I could be wrong. It might be. Yeah. That's interesting, though. Let me I feel like up. I've recommended a lot. What, what, what do you have? I came into this episode not prepared. Like, 100%. <laughs> not prepared. <laughs> you know? But in terms of, I like the idea. I don't know why. I feel like I, uh, this is a cop out. Winter watch. Let's say for some reason my my wife has has conned me into skiing. I wanted them to do with skiing. But my wife, my, my my wife's from Massachusetts. All right, she's a very 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 nice, pretty white girl. So she wants to like pick apples and fucking do shit in the snow. I don't want <laughs> anything to do with any. I don't want anything to do with any of that shit. I want to sit on my ass in a hot room and stare at myself in the mirror, growing old to death. You know what I mean? I don't want to go and fucking do skiing and shit. <clears throat> but let's say if somehow she's convinced me to go skiing. I would wear my sumo. I feel like my sumo would be it. You know? Yeah, it's, that would be pretty badass. It's it's It has really good wrist presence. It's going to be fucking fine in the snow. It's blue. I feel like blue is very wintry. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So the whole... So explain. I can't even talk about this. Explain the whole thing with the winter watch and cold weather. Obviously... People people choose to do leather. Why? Like, is that because it doesn't expand, or it does expand, or do I we th- expand? No, I I think people putting their watches on leather for the fall slash winter is you you get to whip out a lot of those 
earthy fall color tone you know pieces of attire that you have and it's kind of cool to match with some aged leather you know if you're into that stuff i can see that yeah i I think that's what it is i thought i thought there was like a practical reason like like when it gets so like in florida when it gets super super hot I can't do like NATOs sometimes because like I wear my NATOs super tight and obviously when it gets hot, like my arm, my arm girth expands, you know what I mean? <laughs> so I wasn't sure if there was like a similar thing with um, like cold weather and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not sure. I could be wrong. Yeah. But let me just recap. Fuck, get out of here. Work emails. Doing, I'm, I'm, I'm doing the fun job. Yeah, <clears throat> just to Tom, recap, I'm in, I'm in the same boat. <laughs> is that, are, are you getting them too, man? It's, that shit's just well. I mean, it's also it's also not 8 p.m. where you are right now. It's, it's bananas live. though. It's compl- like radio silence all day. But I hit record and it's fucking <laughs> everything's on fire. They know, dude. They fucking know. Uh, the Christ. four the four topics we kind of jammed into this weird holiday episode: watches to wear for Christmas dinner, uh, winter watches, which we just talked about, red, green, and white watches, which I I'm actually kind of in love. With that Oyster Perpetual green dial. Michael, if we're ever in a situation where... I, I don't want to go and try on watches, like, without you. Like, I, <laughs> I especially don't want to go into, like, a Rolex place without you. So the next time you and I are together, I would like you to... Um, I would like you to chaperone me into some place that has Rolex watches. Because uh, I would I would actually kind of like to wear this watch. Yeah, you know? if they if they have any stainless steel in stock, which it, they probably don't. But Probably don't. We can try it. <laughs> Wait, so the stainless steel never in stock thing extends to these watches also, you think? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I talked to a guy just last weekend. He's like, I'm having trouble getting date justs. (laughs) What the fuck? Seriously? Yeah. I thought it was just for the fucking like divers or whatever. I fucking hate it. Oh, and now there there are waiting lists for the Tudor Black Bay 58 and the Tudor Black Bay GMT. Those are now wait list watches. Isn't that what Tudor's always wanted? To be on the wait list team? That's not what Tudor's supposed to be. Tudor's like you're supposed to be able to walk in there and fucking buy it because it's cheaper than the Rolex. Yeah, that's but- that's what Hans Wilsdorf intended. This is a, this is a cheaper watch, you know, with Rolex quality, and, and you can and you can afford it. But now I can't even get. Now it's some kind of exclusivity thing. I have to go on a list. I have to buy something from you first to get on the list because it's not really a list. It, it's. <laughs> Dude. Like like many dream, like many a dream from many a great person that came before us. Dream is dead. I don't know what's going on. Dream is dead. Watches are dumb. Watches are dumb. <laughs> we should just collect Bond memorabilia. Do you want to collect James Bond memorabilia with me? With me? Yeah, yeah, we can we can do that. That, that to, sounds expensive too, though. Ah, uh, you're right. I have I, I watched the Man with the Golden Gun the other night, and um and I'm I'm watching it, and towards the end of the film. Um, Christopher Lee plays like the like the villain in that movie or whatever, and he's literally a man with a golden gun. And towards the end of the movie, he's got the golden gun. I'm like, oh, that's so cool. And my brain's just like, dude, I wonder like where this prop is on display. Oh yeah. Like maybe I could go and see it. And I started googling it. I have no idea if this is the case or if they ever found it, but apparently it's been stolen. Nice. Nothing, nothing good exists anymore in the world, Michael. All right. Nice. <laughs> I bet you Disney has it. Why would Disney have it? <laughs> I don't know. They have plenty of other memorabilia. They got Walt's frozen head. They got um. Didn't well, they I, used to? What was that? What was that ride? I think it was like the Great Movie something. And at the, the very end, you get to tour like a prop museum, and they have the jetpack from the Rocketeer. Is that still a thing? The Great Movie ride. Um, 
is gone. What's the backlot tour? The backlot tour is um, the backlot tour is like a tour. It's kind of like the behind the magic tour, uh, or no, it's kind of like the keys to the kingdom tour at Magic Kingdom. The backlot tour, from what I remember, is like a backstage tour of um, Hollywood Studios. I, I think that's where they had a bunch of the props, and they yeah. had like the Rocketeer jetpack and shit. How great I, was that movie? Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, that movie was so good. <laughs> yeah. When I was a kid, after seeing that movie, I thought I could solve any problem with bubblegum. Like that was like that. That's like that was my rationale. Oh, dude, I've been shot. Fucking bubblegum. Bam. Oh, I got a flat tire. Fucking bubblegum. Bam. Like like that's how like the child's mind works. That kid is dead though. Baby Kaz is super dead. Now we have adult jaded Kaz who never drinks enough water and is always sleepy. That's just just what it's like being an adult. (laughs) What it's like. That's what it's like, man. And Tudor has lost his damn mind. You know. I was watching television, television the other day, and I saw a Tudor ad. It was a born, born to dare, or born, born to bear, or whatever the fuck it was. And it uh, was with hashtag born to dare. I apologize. <laughs> yes. Uh, you, you can send your cease and desist letters to uh, Kazmir's at Go Fuck Yourself Lane. <laughs> Celebration Florida. <laughs> I was watching hashtag television. blast. <laughs> oh, I love it. It was Lady Gaga because she's like a brand ambassador or whatever, and like it's her. I could have I could have misunderstood the context of the commercial, but she was holding her hands up and she's like covering her chest, and then she's like talking about what it was like, uh, like you know her career, and she had to take risks and she had to be very daring, and then she lowered her hands, and she is wearing a dress plunging down so deep it's poking Satan in his fucking eyeball on the crust of the earth, the bottom of this the the, the dress plunged. To the fucking top of her fucking vagina, basically, and it's yeah. just 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 boobs, which is fine. That's not a big deal. But what the fuck does it have to do with watches? <laughs> Nothing. But he got you to look. Didn't even show me a watch. It's just it's just her fucking ass just talking about God knows what. While I'm trying not to stare at her tits. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and and then and then it just goes born to dare, and I'm like I'm and like on the screen, then it just like goes different commercial. I'm like, what the fuck was that all about? Like. I think I think it was a Hulu commercial, too. <laughs> so I just have so many questions. Well, good for good for Tudor. Good for them. God in heaven. Sorry, I'm getting very upset right now. It's just I just I was just very confused. What this had to do with Tudor? I like Lady Gaga. I think she's super fucking talented. She's more oh, yeah. talented than a lot of other fucking people out there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I just don't understand why she's trying to sell me a watch without showing me a watch. Those are some pretty nice paychecks. Man, when do you think our tutor checks are gonna cash? You think, you think those tutor checks are ever gonna clear after all this born to dare fucking publicity we're giving them? <laughs> ha- hashtag born to dare. I'd like we should recreate that commercial with you in the dress, <laughs> one of us in the dress if we can. <laughs> I, I I'd have to squeeze. I don't really have like man boobs. I do have. I do a very hairy chest. I've never seen your chest. Are you hairy? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like Robin Williams, Harry, dude. So, yeah. like, if you could get my Furby ass in one of those dresses, and, like, it, it would look like a jungle coming out of the cleavage window. You know what I mean? So, it's, it's the ad for the for the Tudor Ranger that nobody <laughs> wants anymore. <laughs> I want the Tudor Ranger. We were talking about that. I was, uh, I think I was doing the Coffee Break live stream or the Christmas live stream. I can't remember, but someone was asking about the North Flag or the Ranger. Yeah, two and cool watches. Two cool watches that no one gives a shit about, or at least Tudor doesn't give a shit about anymore, which is fucking yeah. incredibly upsetting to me. You know? 
Very <sighs> cool watches. Man, Christmas is stressful. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so that was a fun this. episode. And we do this. Let me, I'm, I'm, I want to revisit I want to revisit Santa Claus watches. I'm going to think of some better ideas. I'll do this at some random time. I won't tell anyone. I'm just going to start talking about Santa Claus watches. I'll probably do a live stream. <laughs> um, but I, I'm really excited to hear everyone else's thoughts because these ideas came from you guys on the live stream we were doing on the Instagram at Two Broke Watch Knobs. Um, you know, watch to wear to Christmas dinner, winter watches, red, green, and white watches. What watch would Santa Claus wear? Totally feel free to just rapid fire response on any of those questions from any of you guys. Would love to hear from you. Um, I think that would just be that would just be so much fun. I've also compiled a list from everyone. This is kind of t- talking back about a previous episode. We were talking about um, 2018 sleeper watches. I've basically written down as many of the watches that you guys have said, and I'm going to try and create a page on the website that just says like sleeper watches of 2018 with everyone's picks. And like some kind of credit, most likely going to be Instagram unless you emailed me, in which case I got your permission to use your name or not use your name. But mm-hmm. um, I think in that same vein, totally let us know which fucking watch Santa Claus would wear. Like what watch would Chris Kringle hang mad Chris Kringle dong in? You know what I mean? <laughs> I do like the idea of the Constantine Chaikin watch custom made to be a Santa Claus. You know? Yeah. In the style of the Joker, the Joker yeah. watch. So I'm um, looking forward to hearing everyone's thoughts. You can hit us up at uh, uh, through email, tbws.contact at gmail.com. Again, tbws.contact at gmail.com. Sorry, I have to talk like that. I learned to talk that way to pre- pre- prevent myself from stuttering. I'm sure you guys <laughs> have heard it. I have a really bad stutter. If I don't talk like that with the weird pauses, I'm just going to start like a motorboat and son of a bitch. You know it's, what I mean? It's, it's clear. It's it, it's get I the hope- email out there. I hope it's not annoying. <laughs> That's my only concern. Um, looking forward to hearing everyone's thoughts. Uh, also, hit us up on Instagram or on Facebook. I'm doing my best to be active on Facebook. Huge fucking shout out to um, GH Wood, Greg Wood. He is the moderator of the Two Book Watch Knobs Facebook like group. And if it wasn't for him, that thing would not exist. So, huge thank you to you, Greg. If you're on the Facebook group, thank Greg in your next post to say, "Oh, here's my watch. I'm going to work." Thanks, Greg. That'll be awesome. Oh you know yeah. What I mean? Also, check out the YouTube channel. Going to be doing more with that. The YouTube channel might play a factor in the Two Book Watch Knobs 7,000 follower giveaway. I'm not going to reveal too much yet because I'm still trying to iron it out, but we are giving away this very, very sexy Vostok Classica. Uh, it's like a smoky, gray, kind of radial sunburst dial. I fucking love this watch. YouTube might play a factor, so keep your eye on that. Uh, also, want to do a shout-out to Lovin' Watches. Our, our 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 sister slash brother slash sister brother Swether Swether podcast. Uh, they did a similar episode uh, to us that we did last week. So last week we kind of just explored what it meant to be a watch collector. They did a similar episode in their podcast. Go and check it out. It's a lot of fun. Husband and wife team. Um, they definitely have much more substantial and cleaner banter than than Michael and I, who um, talk like however the hell we talk. Right. And they have and they have animals, which is pretty cool. They're like on like a, they're on like a farm property and like yeah. they talk about their animals and it makes me so like it's like a want, dream of mine. Right? I would love to be in the situation. Instead I'm 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 here in this tiny room. That's eh, not that tiny. I mean you've seen my office. It just Mine's tinier. <laughs> Wait I guess, till you see it. <laughs> I guess that's true. I have to see I have I have to see where you record. You've seen mine. I gotta see yours, man. I gotta make it out there sometime. I'll show you. <laughs> right? If I if I go and visit you, can you can you take me Rolex window shopping so I won't feel self conscious? Yeah, yeah, we can do it. 
Yeah. We can dude. go touch Pateks. We can touch. We can touch peepees. <laughs> we can. We can. Peepees. We can touch public peepees that other people have touched. Right. Yep. That's <sighs> that's that's what we do here in the Emerald City. <laughs> ah, this. Oh yeah, New York City of Apples. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Oh, when I'm done with all the Bond movies, maybe I'll go on to uh, another IT crowd run. But here, let's uh, let's start rounding this out. Been a super fun episode, a rather unscripted episode, which is fine. Uh, keep your eye for the next show we do. Maybe it's gonna be more scripted. We'll see. Um, I'm gonna re- I'm gonna revisit this goddamn Santa Claus watch thing because uh, I could think of some better stuff. But I'm gonna let everyone go. Um, huge thank you to everyone that supported us on Patreon. Patreon.com/slash/TwoBokeWatchKnobs. Everything that you have done there has made this dream. This is not. This is not, this doesn't sound too weird, Michael. This what you and I are doing right now. This is a a dream coming true. A dream blossoming. Two broke watch knobs. Me and you having a blast, making people happy, mm-hmm. and creating really fun content. For me, that's yeah. a dream. You know. So yeah, definitely. And each one of you that's on Patreon has supported in that dream uh, more than y'all can understand. Um, also, everyone that's actually used our Amazon affiliate links to just do regular shopping on Amazon, you have also helped hugely, 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 especially this month. Um, you guys are doing, a lot of you guys are doing Christmas shopping on there, which is just super cool. You don't pay anything extra. You just do your normal Amazon shopping and Amazon basically sends us a, a finder's fee. Cost nothing extra. It's just a matter of clicking on one of our Amazon affiliate links and then doing your shopping, you know? So um, also keep an eye out for, I have to update the page. We have a page that's just um, featured like Amazon really cool deals. Um, I only put watches on there that are really good priced. So like they're down 60% from MSRP or it's like historically low. And like I put a lot of time into researching the prices on those watches. So definitely check that out. Uh, let me think what else. Is there anything I'm missing? No, I think we're pretty good. I think we're pretty good. It's been fun. I needed this. I, need, I, I needed this after this fucking, it's been a fucking bonkers ass week for me over here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But all right, I will, uh, that's, isn't that sad? Is it a sad time? It's a little sad. A little sad. Well, you're about to jump on a plane. You like planes. I don't like planes. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's going to be fun. I'd rather pull out all my teeth and eat, and eat raw pasta than get on another <laughs> fucking plane ever again. <laughs> I hate flying. <sighs> well. You, you want to start the sign off and I'll jump in? Yeah. Until next time. <laughs> Thanks for listening. My name is Mike. And this is Kaz. You've been listening to Two Book Watch Stops. Later. Later.